He just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. All right, folks, I hope you have your coffee on this Monday, July 25th date. We're getting this week started, and it is going to be a very, very big, massive week ahead for us. The final week of July, the fireworks still going off as we enjoy the show. I appreciate all of you guys so much tonight. This is going to be a quick but fun update for you guys, and an important update as well. Check it out. Let's run it up. All right, so let's get started off by taking a look at our current prices in this market. We have Bitcoin at 21.9K, Ethereum hanging out at 1500, and our XRP's at 345. 34 cents for your XRP right now. Now, we got to get the business out of the way, and I know some people don't want to hear it, but we called it, we predicted it, and we will cover it because it is happening. It is reality. Some people don't want to accept it, but it is underway. Arizona House Bill, HCR 2033. What is this little bill about? Well, it's been introduced. Uh, I believe it's actually passed the House now. It still has to pass the Senate. They're in the Arizona State Legislature. But what is this bill about? A concurrent resolution decertifying and setting aside the 2020 Arizona electors. Now, I'm not here to tell you whether or not it was legit, whether it was up, down, left, right, who you should believe in. I'm just reporting the news. Folks, this is happening. This 2020 election will be decertified. That is my prediction. That's not based off my opinion. That's not pro-Trump. That's just saying, hey, we should really have a secure election in this country if we want to have any country at all. And we already have plenty of evidence proving that there was plenty, plenty of games being played. Let's just say it nicely for the fact checkers. There was some games that were played. Probably all legit though. I'm sure Biden still won once it's all worked out. I'm sure Biden still won. <laughs> but it is underway folks and that's just gonna be the first of many states, many states. Uh, so get ready for that one. Yeah. <clears throat> Peter Schiff. According to Secretary Yellen, regardless of how many quarters of GDP falls, an economy creating 400,000 jobs per month isn't in a recession. What if those are second or third jobs for people struggling to pay bills or retirees going back to work as inflation destroyed their incomes? Exactly. These people are so out of touch with the reality on the scene. Now, they're not stupid. They know. They know, but they're playing their role, Mrs. Janet Yellen. This is from Michael Burry. He says, the White House would like you to re redefine a recession as one in which consumers are not borrowing on credit cards to pay for inflation, and neither is the labor force inadequate for the size of the economy. GDP out Thursday, not that there's anything wrong with that. So this week, we're going to get the GDP numbers on Thursday. This is where they're going to officially confirm whether or not we're in a recession. But what's the White House already doing? They're already putting out this, this blog post telling us that we need to redefine what a recession is. We need to redefine what a man and a woman is. Oh, I better not go there. I better not go there with it. We got to redefine everything that fix this woke agenda. 
And now they won't even let us use the term recession. I heard them last week saying that recessions are racist. What planet are we living on, folks? These people are nuts. As we predicted, though, they are going to be confirming the recession, uh, which was two negative GDP quarters in a row, Q1, Q2 of this year. And we also get reports, we get, uh, we get earnings from like some of the major tech firms. I forget the ones offhand. It's like Apple, Tesla, um, all, the, all the big tech stocks. We're going to get uh, earnings reports from them. And this is going to be very, very important to see how these big companies are riding out this recession. We are going to have a confirm this week. We got the FOMC meeting coming up. I believe that might be on Wednesday as well. So it's just going to be a doozy this week, a just nonstop action. Really looking forward to it. Um, I think that we're finally going to see some movement in the markets here. So be ready for that. And I do think that it's going to the downside. So be ready. Be prepared. World Economic Forum has published a paper calling for the end of wasteful private car ownership. So our friend Klaus Schwab getting things done over there at the WEF. Now, I, I just kept on joking about this, about how everyone needs to ride their bike to work and be a little peasant, but it is true. They are publishing white papers calling for the end of private car ownership. So what used to be a joke, what used to be a conspiracy theory is now white papers produced and published by these people for all of us to see. They've just come out with the whole agenda, wide out in the open. What a time to be alive. Crypto whale. So we recovered yesterday, we recovered yesterday how a guy had taken out a home equity line of credit. He, he lost $100,000 and had to tell his pregnant wife that he'd lost 100 grand that he'd taken out of their home equity and he put it into Celsius and lost it all. Now this crypto bro lost 525,000 of government COVID relief to Celsius scam. Crypto whale says, what a moron. And I'd have to agree. To take half a million from the government, one, probably wasn't even, um, you know, I, I'm not here to judge your morality, but what was happening is people were ripping off the system. They were playing that system for COVID relief money, for government bailouts, the business, the PPP money, all that. We know there was plenty of fraud there, right? But just a double whammy. Not only are you defrauding the government and taxpaying uh, and, you know, people that are paying for this, you went and put it all in on Celsius and lost it all. This is, <laughs> this is the people that we're dealing with here uh, in this crypto space. Unbelievable. But this is really important right here, guys. Now, like I said at the start of the show, I'm not here to get political with you guys. I just want to understand how the world stage events are going to play out and how do I invest accordingly? Do I really think that Gary Gensler's SEC has a case against us? Is there corruption being exposed? Yes. Now, it's not just in the Ripple versus SEC case. When we look here at this, this article here, here are the senior Biden officials entangled in Durham's criminal Russiagate probe. Yes, John Durham still is running his ongoing investigation. It says, several individuals connected to the 2016 Hillary Clinton campaign plot to cast Donald Trump as a covert Kremlin collaborator are working in high-level jobs within the Biden administration, including at least two senior Biden appointees cited by Special Counsel, Counsel John Durham in his active and ongoing criminal investigation of the scheme according to recently filed court documents so this isn't conspiracy news this isn't crazy okay this is court filings court filings 
showing that we have senior Biden officials entangled in Durham's criminal Russiagate probe. Now, why am I covering this? Because I told you, I'm not here to be pro-Trump, pro-this, pro-that. The reason why this is important is because we have our friend, good guy Gary, included in this probe, included in this criminal investigation. That is right. Gary Ginsler was the CFO for Hillary Clinton's campaign, which improperly reported spending. Now, that is just the, the tip of it. Improperly reported spending, in my opinion. In my opinion. That is just the, the very start of what they were doing. Now, what the investigation here is looking at is funds that they used to fund these that have now been proven fraudulent uh, these Russia probes, this collusion story that's all been proven false. That's not up for debate. It's all been proven false. Now, I don't care if you still think that Trump's a bad guy. If he still offends you, I don't care. And nobody does. Nobody else does either. So be offended all you want. But here are the facts. I'm laying them out and I'm investing accordingly, i.e. Gary Gensler, the SEC, and many other three-letter agencies, are, especially the intelligence agencies, are being completely exposed. And this all relates back to how we're investing in our little XRP cryptocurrency. So I know some people don't want to go there. Stick to crypto, bro. I'm sorry. I'm going to pass on your suggestion, and I am going to uh, uncover the truth in regards to the corruption in the Hillary Clinton campaign, Gary Gensler's SEC, and you guys already know the rest of the deal. We will be covering that all on this show. We are not going to let up, just like our good friend John Deaton, who is going to be reporting today in the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit. He is going to be making his case why he should be included, him and the 70,000 XRP holders that signed his petition or signed his deal to be represented in the lawsuit. He is going to be making his answer today. Now, John Deaton put out this tweet yesterday. This was in regards to the library case. Okay, this is the library case that's been going on. The SEC sued library. John Deaton says, the SEC lawyer actually argued this. In the library.com summary judgment hearing, the SEC lawyer argued that the last prong of Howie, relying on the efforts of others, is satisfied in any blockchain token case from the thousands of nodes from around the world. Let that sink in. In Howey and securities cases after, the efforts of others factor was tied to the promoter who made promises that you could expect profits because of the promoter's efforts and plan. That was the common enterprise you rely on for the profits. Not any longer, according to the SEC. Number one, SEC doesn't require a common enterprise to bring a case. Quote, the commission, on the other hand, does not require a vertical or horizontal com commonality per se, nor does it view a common enterprise as a distinct element of the term investment contract. So it doesn't require a common enterprise. Number two, in library.com case, the judge asked, what if a promoter sold a token and said, my company is going to do one thing to help this crypto asset gain in value. We won't be involved at all and we will just see what happens and let the crypto market do its thing, end quote. The SEC lawyer said it would be a security even if you didn't rely on the efforts of the promoter because you're relying on the nodes to validate transactions. John Deaton says, you can't make this shit up. It's insanity. So 
in the library case to see we're watching. This is precedent that is unfolding right now in these cases. So it's really important that we're watching the library case and then what's happening in the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit, of course. But what's happening right now is the SEC is having to make their case and they've gone back and forth about seven different times. But in this library case, they're saying that all of these blockchains that rely on validators to confirm the transactions, these are all securities because you're relying on these validators to confirm the transactions. This is absurd. This is absolutely absurd. But this is the case that they're making. And John Deaton is going to be giving his reply today. So uh, yesterday. So we had some of the Riddlers pop off last night and over the last couple days. This one's bearable guy 123 says, Happy Carousel Day. Give them hell, John Deaton. So bearable guy actually tweeted at John Deaton. Now, um, when we look here, today is Carousel Day, July 25th, which I didn't really know what the heck this meant. I, I didn't really, you know, I looked it up. Um, apparently, it used to mean something back in the day. The earliest known carousel depiction is said to have originated from the Byzantine Empire in 500 AD in the design, blah, blah, blah. This doesn't matter. Um, the name references the 6th century style of jousting in Europe and Asia where knights on horses would ride in a circle while attempting to catch balls of perfume being thrown at them. In the 17th century, children began to play a mock version of this game, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but that's what's happening. Today is Carousel Day. Bearable Guy says, give them hell, John Deaton. Today, John Deaton is supposed to give his reply to uh, the judge on why him and the 70,000 XRP holders that signed his deal should be included in the case, okay? Now, we also had Howard Moon, which is another little Riddler entity here on Twitter. Put out a couple of posts. I don't know what these mean other than we have uh, the 133589. If you break that up, separate that out, whatever that's supposed to mean. 133589, you got the numbers. Then uh, he posted this GIF as well, which for what it's worth, it is interesting to see the Riddlers in these accounts posting. And I you know, was really surprised to see them tag John Deaton and say, give him hell. Um, very fascinating. Who's behind him? I don't know. What does it mean? I don't know. But it's what makes this XRP story that much more interesting, that much more fun. That's all the value that I put behind the Riddlers. You know, I don't try to figure it all out. I just like to have fun with it. Now, this is an interesting situation, guys. Yesterday, we covered how XRP public liquidity is running out, how the exchanges are running out of XRP. Now we have this person put up this post, this XRP public liquidity. So we know we have 54, X, uh, 54 billion XRP in circulation, 45 billion uh, in escrow still, controlled by Ripple. Now they note, Ripple stopped selling XRP in 2019 and the remaining XRP is being used for on-demand liquidity. Right. Now, they post these numbers, okay? But this is not confirmed. I wanna put this disclaimer out first. This is not verified. This is not confirmed. This is just someone who put this out. And in the comments, we can see that he's already correcting himself. So he says, no, Binance has nearly 4 billion XRP. Figure is wrong in the poster. Thanks to, he tagged someone who showed him that. Then update number two, Uphold has almost 10 billion XRP. 
So instead of Uphold uh, having 18 million XRP, he's saying that they have 10 billion XRP. And then Binance, instead of having 10 million XRP, sitting at 4 billion XRP. So I'm not saying that these numbers on the screen here are correct. I'm not saying that the numbers yesterday we showed are correct. We need some blockchain researchers to actually look into this and see what we can find. But I have a little hunch. I have a little feeling that the public liquidity is running out, that we are limited on the amount of XRP that is actually in the hands of the exchanges and available for public retail traders. Okay, so whether these numbers are legit, whether they're fake, the fact of the matter is, this guy, he says down here, so the actual amount of available so far discovered would be 20 billion XRP. So 7 billion US dollars, a $7 billion order could eat up all of the XRP available. So that gives you an idea of how quickly that remaining supply could be eaten up. Just $7 billion is all it would take to eat up the rest of that XRP supply. Okay. Now, this is kind of the numbers that I'd been talking about was that 20 billion to 30 billion XRP, I think is being traded, available, circulating between exchanges, retail, you know, whales, anybody besides banks, financial institutions, and people that kind of have their XRP out of sight of the public retail sector. So, you know, what, no, it doesn't really matter what numbers you come up with. When we look at this situation, it does appear that the exchanges are running low. Like they don't have tens of billions of XRP, right? Like Binance has 4 billion, Uphold has 10 billion. And then there's, you know, some exchanges that have millions of XRP. Uh, Hitbit has 500,000 XRP, 18, uh, 36 million on Bitstamp, Coin One, 42 million. And maybe these numbers are wrong. You know, maybe they do have a billion XRP. But the point is, guys, is that there's only about probably 20 or 30 billion XRP that's circulating in the public right now. And it would only take about 7 billion US dollars. Let's just round up to 10. 10 billion, 10 big ones is all it would take to eat up the rest of that XRP supply. And so this is why we've been covering this and why I think it's important and why I am not waiting around to try to time the bottom of the market. I am not trying to get you guys to FOMO into XRP, but I am FOMOing into XRP, guilty as charged. <laughs> FOMOing into XRP, even though I do believe it's going lower, I'm just worried about exchanges actually having the XRP, exchanges having liquidity, and I do not trust any of them, okay? Now with that being said, we titled this video, Massive Disruptions, XRP to Prevent Recession, question mark. Well, I wanted to bring up this old one, this old post. Since we have the Riddlers getting a little active, I thought that I would bring up one of the OG XRP insiders, Tony Valentino. Okay, these are a couple ones here from December of 2019. December 2019, Tony Valentino says, you got to understand the mission of Ripple, R3, and others with XRP. This is more than just faster remittance payments at lower costs and banking the unbanked. That's the front story, right? Cross-border payments was just a test. That's the front story that they're telling us the XRP's for. Tony says, this is all about preventing a recession. 
and a catastrophic collapse of the global financial system. Regulatory clarity will be the first major announcement. This will open the gates to many institutions that are waiting on the sidelines. We could easily see the market cap grow by a few trillion within weeks. Next step will be UNIMF Fed throwing their weight behind XRP. We are about to see, he says, quote, we are about to see. This means near future, not 2025 or 2030, as some are suggesting. Massive disruptions. XRP can't be worth dirt for these massive disruptions. One night you will sleep and wake up to XRP being two or three digits. All it takes is one bank smashing the order book. Full, uh, full 1 billion XRP released by, uh, released by Ripple last month sent back to escrow untouched. Just as we've been saying. Okay, so he's saying that um, the previous month, this is from December 2019, he said the, the previous month, the full 1 billion XRP released by Ripple went back to escrow. And what have we been talking about over the last two years? Nearly 80% of the escrow as it's released gets returned back. The 20% that is getting released, Ripple's only sending to on-demand liquidity partners that are using it for cross-border payments and other utility. Ripple are done selling OTC or over-the-counter. Bailouts have been distributed and awaiting activation, meaning XRP three or four digits to bring value to the distributed XRP. So, folks, it's all lining up. When you look at the when you look at the blockchain data, when you see how little XRP is actually out here, when you look and you see all these deals that Brad's been going to the World Economic Forum, been meeting with the IMF connections at the Federal Reserve, connections at the Department of Treasury, connections in every single White House, uh, every single administration that we've had for the last three or four presidents. The 43rd Treasurer of the United States joining the Board of Directors at Ripple, the Regulatory Chief, uh, Chief of Regulations for J.P. Morgan joining the Board of Directors at Ripple, just to name a few. There will come a moment, in my, in my opinion, where whether we wake up to XRP being at three or four digits, I don't know about that. But we're going to come to a, an awakening, to an inflection point, where the XRP supply won't be there for public retail traders. So the amount of FOMO that we are about to have after this SEC Ripple case ends, recession is confirmed, and as we go through a storm over the next 12 to 18 months, when we come out on the other side, we will wake up one day and this XRP cryptocurrency, in my opinion, most definitely is part of maybe not preventing a recession, but helping us recover from a recession and depression quickly. I think that part of the sacrifice, part of the setup is to take us out in this recession. Some call it an inflationary depression that we're living through right now. I think that that is all part of the plan. I do not think that it's going to be smooth sailing and they're going to be able to prevent recession. I think that that's part of the plan is to control demolition, the whole system. After that time, they're going to unleash the pools of liquidity that have been locked up that are being held. Like, like Tony said, the bailouts have already been given to the, the banks and financial institutions with XRP, not us dollars. Now this is just our speculation and Tony's an XRP insider. So if you don't want to believe him, you don't want to believe me, that's fine. I'm just sharing my opinion. 
on how I think this conspiracy rolls out. Just like we had the Federal Reserve, a conspiracy back formed on Jekyll Island back in 1913, just like we had the creation of the Federal Reserve, just like we had the buyback of gold and the set price of gold after they bought it back, then they set the price higher, right? Just like they collaborated to take us back off the gold standard in 1971, now it's time to reestablish the reserve currency. Now it's time to bail out the whole damn system. Do you bail them out with a US dollar? No, that's not what they want. Everyone's dumping US treasury bonds. Everyone's dumping that old system. And the central banks are holding record amount of gold. And it was just announced by Russia and China that they're building out, they're partnering up to build a new reserve currency, officially uh, announcing their partnership. Now, we've been covering this for years, how Russia and China have been uh, working to dethrone the Western financial system. So that's not new news over here, right? We understand that that's been going on. What ties together this whole system? What allows them to bail out the Western financial world? but also have interoperability with the other side of the world, right? With the BRICS nations that we're already seeing partnerships and development with Ripple XRP. It's this neutral bridge asset XRP. They don't need to trust the Federal Reserve. They don't need to trust the US government. They don't need to trust the IMF. Seeing the supplies dwindling, seeing breakthroughs in the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit. And when we put together all of our research that we've done over the last three years, once again, we've felt like we're close now for years in the XRP community. We felt like the flip of the switch moment was close. And we get mocked and made fun of by the rest of the community for believing so. That's fine. <laughs> Good luck and God bless to him because I'm getting on the train with Rosie Rios. She's going to be taking us to paradise. And even if we're halfway wrong, like I always say, we're still going to a beautiful destination. You know what I'm saying? With that being said, I need to wrap up this session. If you guys wanna head on over to ZachRector.com, you can get in touch with me, join our exclusive community. I appreciate all of you guys so much. If you could smash that thumbs up on the way out, make sure you are subscribed and we will see you guys in the next one. Take care, God bless. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in, and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.